Well, now I'm recording. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I got Come you on. this time. Dude, you're such a little... <laughs> the one time you were ready for my antics. Listen, sometimes... Still thought I'm unaware. Yeah, listen, sometimes you're in L.A. and you think, oh, it'll take 40 minutes is what Google Maps says. Oh, yeah. no, and it, it stays no, no, no. on like 40 minutes for like 50 minutes. Yeah. And then you're horribly late <laughs> to anywhere you go. Yeah, well, we're fucked. We're, yep. We're yeah, fucked. We're fucked. But uh, we're having a good time. We're having it. We're riffing. We're joshing. We're here joshing. in the stew, as I call it. I don't know if you know this. This is. The, I'm going to say the same joke we say to every single guest. Okay. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. This okay. is where Marin records. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a pretty good joke. I would keep joke. that around for the next guest. Well... Probably we'll, not. See. we'll see. We'll figure it out. You uh, might be the last guest ever. It's, I've heard that this is the the twilight zone of this uh, podcast. Yeah, for yeah. LA edition, it is. For LA, LA edition, edition yeah. we will figure out. Uh, we'll figure. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We still got to dump like what seven episodes. Something at the time got of this a lot recording. Of the all of them will have been out, but by the time yeah, so <laughs> time by the time people hear this, they'll have all been released. And by the time people hear this, I'll they will have. It might be next year. No, actually, it will be December thirtieth. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I like I've it out. The yeah. final words you're hearing of 2019 <laughs> well, are going to come from my we mouth. Have a, we have a great 2019 album. We do. To talk about. And a great, and in fact, a sort of an end of a decade album as well. A Whoa. topic for that. Uh, oh I can't wait that, to get into it. We should introduce ourselves. Uh, uh, this is It's on the List, a podcast about underrated, under whatever... Things, albums, movies, media, whatever we want to talk about, really. Yeah, this I'm, is, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm Mason. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have a better definition <laughs> of the podcast? You're trying to butt in here. I'm trying to have a good time. That's okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is kind of sad. We'll get is, to you in just one. Minute. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. This is the end of an era, folks. This is going to be the last episode of this podcast recorded in the Camp Ranch. I know because uh, I'm I'm flying. I will have flown the coop at this point, but. uh this Saturday, November. Will you take your lovely picture of California with you? I think I'll leave that. My sister, my sister painted that, and I think I'll leave that. Oh, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Mason sister. That Colombo one, I might have to take with me though, because I just like that. that I just love that too much. Uh, but this is the last. It's a great start for our uh, <laughs> Oh, this is. Uh, I put my foot in my mouth more than I'm sure something bad's gonna happen. Oh boy, uh, that's Mason McGuire. Hi, Mason McGuire. Yeah, this is the last time we'll be. I will be recording a podcast in this apartment. End of an era. Uh, bittersweet. And when the time this comes out, it'll be Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays, indeed. Happy Holidays. Happy Honda Days. Oh, whoa, wait. <laughs> will it still be going on December thirtieth? I actually don't know. Absolutely not. Toyota Thon. Toyota Thon done. Past yeah. December Ween. Truck month isn't for like inside. That's that's the, the next one to look forward to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm Noah Marjorie. Noah's here house. as well, folks. We got a very special guest. Very special guest. In the house. He is the editor-in-chief of Merry-Go-Round Magazine. That is true. Uh, he was at one point a teacher of mine. Yes, technically. No technically. Technically, I gave Noah credit. <laughs> wow. College credit was given from me to him. That is true. Yeah. You were part of the reason I was able to graduate from Chapman. Wow, look at me. Helping, helping out the youth. Guiding um, them. He is also, either directly or indirectly, the reason this podcast exists. Yeah, more or less. I mean, like, Carter, uh, Carter got us two together, but, like, like, uh, yeah, I mean, Mary Grounds kind of. I've, I, this is my podcast, yeah. in many ways, and that's why I'm coming to take over, actually, as the last one in LA. It's good that you've chosen me. Well, <laughs> if you don't know, you're never going to know, but this is Thomas Sardarian. What's up, everybody? Uh, Noah clearly didn't do his research. I'm also the co host of the Stirred Spirits podcast. Oh, that's true. And that's I true. also have a Gatorade review Instagram at Gatorade Gourmand. <laughs> that's probably my crowning <laughs> achievement. If you're going to 
to follow any of anything I do, do that one. Oh, I don't, I don't follow that. You don't follow Gatorade Gourmet? <laughs> Why would you stab me like this after? <laughs> As a fellow chef, right, I'm, canc- I'm canceling this podcast. Oh, shit. You will not have to. You will okay. not. Someone will do it for Someone you. Someone I just got word you. that Showtime is picking us up. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's how you know we're not Showtime itself. Who the hell can watch anything on Showtime? It's so expensive. How about that LA traffic? Whoa. I do have to get all my LA bits out right now. Yeah, let's right. do the let's let's do do bits. Oh shit! Uh, you guys go to Echo Park recently? What the fuck? Oh, what the be... fuck? Oh shit! You guys ever go to you guys go to the observatory recently? Whoa! Oh, it's oh, hot. Ouchy. Thomas is yeah. here today in the studio. Folks, very excited to have him. We have, we have two uh, two very interesting things to talk about. Two very sort of disparate things, I would say. One thing about the past, one thing about the present. No, one thing about the future. <laughs> are we just going to talk about, <laughs> are we just gonna talk about the future? I, I just stopped the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no I want to talk about so, the future. So, so we're going to be doing election predictions uh, here on... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, by, so, this time, yeah. by this time, everyone will have dropped out except for Camilla. She'll be the only show Top Cop Harris. TV. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, but yeah. we got to... Usually we do the album first yeah. and then the movie, but I think this time... Uh, we're going to re-re-remix we it, and we're going to switch that shit up. So do you want to preview the movie you brought on? Sure. Sure. Uh, it was between Shion Sono's four-hour uh, grand epic love exposure, which was not selected due to time constraints. Thank you, Chef. Uh, yes. Yeah, but with all this traffic in L.A., <laughs> you could have watched it on your phone. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to watch anything in the car, sorry. Thomas. I'm never going to get arrested for <laughs> that. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, so the other one was the 20... Well, it technically was at a festival in 2017, but that's a stupid letterbox thing where people say it's a 2017 <laughs> film. Yep. It's really a 2018 film. It really yeah. is. The Death of Stalin... Ooh. Directed by there's the name pronunciation. Love. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did in the loop. Is that right? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's good. And the Veep, yes. It, wow. Uh, What's the thing? He loves his politics. Uh, the thing of it is like the thing of it was the first. The thing of it is British Veep, even though it was first. So Great. Veep is American. So really, he's a one-trick pony. He just kind of keeps feeding the dead horse. Yeah, the stupid horse. The stupid. Oh, well, whoa! Don't get ahead of yourself there. Excuse me. Uh, I'm a big fan of Armando Iannucci. How do you, yeah. T- Noah is, I learned this very recently, not a big British comedy guy at mm, all. Not well, at Noah's all. an idiot. I don't know how you haven't experienced <laughs> yeah, have that together. <laughs> that's so been most of these that's episodes. Most of is Mason <laughs> loving whatever we brought yeah. on and me going, ah, that oh, was not okay. yeah. Three stars on letterbox.com. Well, most things are three stars. If we're that's true. That's, well, let's get into it. Let's, this is the last LA pod. <laughs> Life is a three star, in my opinion. Oh. Let's go. Let's hail Mary it into the end. Life, <laughs> some might say life is improv. Probably. I say it's a three-star movie. On I say it's <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what's your what's your uh, relationship with both this movie and Ianucci as a whole? Um, I don't have, I mean, I actually didn't know he did, or, like, I knew he did Veep before walking into this room, but that was, like, a discovery I made this year, oh, so, sure. like, oh, okay. I was, I like Veep, Veep's a great show, mm-hmm. and, uh, In the Loop, an amazing movie, the best movie of I 2009, would- some could say... I would, I would love to bring in some the loop on this podcast. Some, some could say it. Some could say it. That's all I'm I saying. I would love to bring in the loop on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be more to say. No, no, no. <laughs> some could say it. 
Well, what's it up with com- what's the competition for best of two thousand? Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> 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 that's oh, I think that's two thousand. No, that was two thousand ten. The first. Oh, what is two thousand ten? But two thousand nine. That's why I always like what to say. What is it? But just a continuation of two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. A Star Trek. But have you seen In the Loop before you saw Death of Stalin, or was I did see In the Loop before Death of Stalin? I mean, it's kind of the same, like very talky. I mean, I know I don't want to say Sorkin energy because now he's canceled, but like yep. it is that kind of like very witty kind of dialogue based, like rather I, I dry. Think, yeah, kinda. and I think at least with because In the Loop is basically like the thick of it, the movie. Yeah, Malcolm Tucker's in a lot of the same cast, even if they're playing the same characters, are in that movie. And the thing that kind of what I like about the thick of it is that there's this. It's very verbose, very talky, very Sorkin like that. But there's like kind of a little. It's like. Semi improv also, yeah. so it's not quite as rigid as some Sorkin can get, or as Sorkin can get, and it's like one of the reasons why he drives me crazy. Yeah, one of the reasons Sorkin can get, if you know what I mean. He, hey. he can rigid. get it. He can get it. Get it. He can yeah. get. It. So Sorkin can get it. Yeah. So you want to fuck Aaron Sorkin? I'm just saying. Top or bottom? Rigid. Rigid. Okay. <laughs> rigid. rigid. Like a plank. Well, I mean, he's, right. a, he's a huge cokehead, so how rigid he is Ooh. is up for debate. That's a little L.A. Goss. I don't know. This is the L.A. final episode. He might actually be so. Over and I'm kind of belittling it, but I know at one point he had a. Could you imagine Aaron Sorkin as a co head? We're actually, we're actually recording from the top of the U.S. Bank Tower. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I will happens. be jumping out. Yeah, that's, what all yes, the, yeah. That's, why that's why there's all these helicopters yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. They're somewhere. like, please come down. No, we're podcasting. Arrested for podcasting is <laughs> my dream. That's an amazing <laughs> idea for a podcast. podcast. Arrested <laughs> for podcasting. Doing a podcast at like the DNC, <laughs> like live <laughs> DNC. Just arrested for podcasting. There is actually a group of guys, this, this usually comes later in the episode, but there actually is a group of guys, they have about 25, 30 episodes, it's called Podcasting Outside. Nice. And they go to a different spot. Just, I mean, I like the idea, it also sounds like shit audio quality. <laughs> and there's always going to be some assholes going to be like, oh, you podcasting? <laughs> and it's like, yes. <laughs> and then, now where do you go from there? It's, it's a dead a, end. It's kind of a one-trick <laughs> horse. <laughs> okay, oh, well, oh, wow. we might have some thoughts We're about really that. We're really beating this dead <laughs> metaphor now, you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, So anyways, that's a, that's a song. Yeah, um, I mean, it was one that kind of snuck up on me. I actually, not to do a, a cross-promotion, I only checked it out because of a very positive review that published on a Merry-Go-Round magazine. Oh, cross-promote um, away, cross-promote away. This is the yeah, one. yeah, but um, it was, you know, a little bit underserved. I, it didn't, like, have a huge domestic showing or anything. It was right, kind of right. only an indie theater. So I did watch it on Amazon.com. Unfortunately, I wish I would have loved to, <laughs> to watch it in a theater, but I was blown away by it. I thought it was the fun funniest movie of the year by far. I think it's my number fourth film of 2018, so top five. And I was just really captivated by the really, like, dark humor, but it's not, like, so... It doesn't feel like... Like, um... It doesn't feel, like, mean-spirited, necessarily, or controversial. It's, very, it's like It's, like... It's, uh... It's unidirectional and it's like kind of satire yeah uh, and it's like it's very much a comedy that's a like doesn't feel like exp- yeah exploitative yeah. I guess would be another word I'm going for like it's like there's a, I mean unfortunately my, maybe not unfortunately I think the funniest scene is the one where they're like walking through the torture chamber and you just hear people being like tortured <laughs> sure. as they're talking about like some other bullshit but yeah. like that's as bad as it gets in terms of kind right, of like right. that dichotomy but other than that I think it's just like a really like acid smart satire of, yeah uh, and it, that's what like I saw this in theaters I'm pretty sure I moved oh, past this wow how did you find it. Well, that I, is some L.A. shit. It was at, like, uh, the Sunset Six. 
Oh, the sunset six hey, over We've all been to the fucking this sunset six. I've actually never been to the sunset six. I, 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 I can't make it down from the valley. Well, well, I go to the whoa, one Oh, hey. Uh, but, uh, so I was in theaters because I was a big, I'm a big Ian Uchi head. Yeah. Well, I watched the first two seasons of V, but I, I don't know why. I just couldn't pick it up and finish it after that. Love the thick of it. I got into that show around the same time I saw it in the loop for the first time, which was about 2016. Because uh, I was on Twitter at that point, and everyone I was following on Twitter was like, oh, in the loop, in the loop, in the loop, in the loop. So, like, I finally watched it. I was like, oh, this shit is great. This is the funniest movie of all time. And then I was waiting for this eagerly. Uh, and when I first saw it, I must have just been in, like, a weird headspace because it did not connect with me. And then sitting it, watching it at home this time, I was like, this is, the, this is just so fucking funny. It's, it's really it's, funny, it's just, yeah. Like <laughs> and I think I know that the, the, the point of this podcast is kind of, like, underrated stuff. And I think that people are kind of turned away by the fact that it is, like, very talky. Like, it is kind of like a... Yeah, it's, you, it's, you do You really do kind of have to think it. about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like something you can watch with the fucking boys, like, at 4 a.m., yeah, like you know? It's not like it's Step, not like <laughs> step <laughs> Brothers or something. It's no That's My Boy with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Andy right, Sandler. We, we do a little sidebar. Yeah, a little sidebar. Watch that movie for the first time. In this That's calendar my boy, year, yeah. laugh my ass off. Really, I think it's the most <laughs> evil thing ever. <laughs> it makes me ill, and I've seen it five times. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. listen. When you're on 4chan and like oh, that kind of stuff, okay. like I am. So if you're on the deep web, a bit of a, a hacker, some would call you. <laughs> some would call me a hacker. <laughs> some would call me a joker. It's oh, all. So, to you. It's all. Yeah. It's all up to you. Uh, so one of the things I love about this movie, though, is the kind of it's uh, it's it's, it's historical, and I love history shit. Uh, two, I think just the cast in this is fucking. Oh, it's so deep. It's like su- like surprisingly deep. You yeah. keep people keep showing up. Uh, I don't. This is actually a little bit of lore, a little oh. bit of Thomas lore. Oh, okay. But I have a very I have a very deep history of thinking people are in movies and then finding out at the end that that's not that accurate. So the first time I watched this, for whatever reason, I thought the military, like the head military guy that comes in, sure. like after Stalin dies, kind of late in the in the movie, was John Hamm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, like, his son? <laughs> no, no, no. He's like he's like wearing the red. All the names are Russian, whatever. But it's yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. he's where he's the guy that walks with like a full military fit. Oh, like, Jason Isaacs character. Yeah, thought that was John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah, madman. The madman himself. John Hamm is a really gifted comedic actor, and it would have been awesome if he was. Yeah. Yes. So that, but it wasn't John Hamm. No, that's that's Isaac. the story. Uh, but um, I had a moment like that actually. By the time this is out, this movie will be widely available. But I saw Irishman recently. Oh, so you're. Oh, a little bit of a, you're, oh I didn't know you were a cinephile. I'm a bit of a cinephile. Yeah. I'm a bit of a guy who I don't know. Doesn't Take shit from non cinephiles. <laughs> okay, all right. Like all right. You, your, your brain is powerful. My brain is more, more powerful than even I know. I know yeah. I'm capable of thought that no one oh, should wow. be able to. <laughs> That's so crazy. So, what was your thoughts on Irish with that? Irish you're you're like, it's a little long. A little long, <laughs> yeah. <it's> little <laughs> Why are you saying that? I don't think that. No, but it's like, it's crazy because, like, that's another movie that's actually has a deep ass cast, and I yeah. had a similar Thomas moment, I uh-huh. guess, where I was like, oh, that's so crazy that I'm going to say it because it's out now. That's so crazy that Jason Schwartzman is in this. That's movie. pretty crazy that, that crazy. Jason Schwartzman's in this well, movie. Well, for me because I haven't seen it, but by this time, well, this hold comes on, out, on there. Oh, I think the punchline's <laughs> gonna drop. Hold on there, chefs. <laughs> oh. Let me serve some good shit up, real quick. Whoa! So I was with a group of three other people. Uh-huh. It's four people total. And the other guy goes, yeah, that is crazy that Jason Schwartzman is in that movie. Mm. And the quietest guy in the group, friend of the podcast, Dustin Titcomb. Oh, I love Dustin. Looks at us both in the face and goes, that was not Jason Schwartzman. Dustin laid down the law. He did. Mm. And you know what I said? 
I think it's I think it's Jason. He said, Schwartz, "Fuck you, you piece of shit." Hell yeah. Hey, hey, that's right. Fuck I don't know. Oh, I'm sure you're great. That's <laughs> <laughs> you were right. So he, he was right. It's <laughs> yeah, not Jason Schwartzman, yeah, yeah. but it damn sure is, it? is like looks like him. I don't know. To be honest with you, okay, we didn't look it up. All right, someone looked it up. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> that's all I want that, to say. Okay. I'm trying not to talk about the Death Star. Okay. 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 Yeah, I mean, no. Were you not a fan? No, I was not a fan. You're not a fan. What the fuck? Okay, but here's why. So I, I was letting you guys, you know, do your thing. This is like when Rocky came on, and I like you guys talked so in lovely about Dan Deacon's album, and I just like waited to the last moment to go. Here we go. I actually agree with you on that. I don't like Dan Deacon. Anyway. Whoa. Whoa. But hey, that's apparently that's for a different pod. Holy shit. Apparently that's for a different pod. I think that's enough with Rocky, man. <laughs> Why isn't Rocky here? Come on, buddy. Um, but yeah, I. But it, it was one of those movies that like it's stacked in a way where I was never gonna like it based on what I know about myself and what my taste is. I, so do you hate socialism? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing a red hat right, right now. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, I could yeah, be. You That's could be. That's good. Um, you are wearing football. Tennessee Volunteers, baby. No, I don't know what that is. My All right, favorite, keep talking. No, nope, don't voice. care. Keep talking. That's their name. I know. It's a volunteer. Is this a college team? College team. University of Tennessee. It's where Peyton Manning went. Oh, Does that matter to you? No, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, like the vintage, I like the vintage college teeth. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of just the thing enough, I like. Yeah. Unlike the Death of Stalin. Unlike the Death of Stalin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where yeah. So just, you like this t-shirt more than the Death of Stalin. Miles. That's crazy to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's crazy. <laughs> Kilometers That's more. twisted, some could say. It's a little twisted. It's a little yeah. bit of a Joker move on my end. Uh, but it's a serious Joker movie. Okay, yeah. Not like, it's not, not a joke, yeah. <laughs> you actually don't like this movie. <laughs> I just don't like this movie. Okay, all right. But it's because, Let's let you cook. Let's but, let you cook. All right, ready? You're going to throw the first ingredient. Okay, in okay, okay. I don't like British comedy. Yeah. Okay. Like, pretty much yeah. at all. What about Peep like Show? Peep Show? At all. I like one. I've not seen a lot of Peep oh. Show, but I like that clip where he's like, I forgot to get the turkey. Do you know what I'm That's talking about? That's a great clip. That's a great he clip. jazzed it up. Uh, yes. the Christmas, The Christmas joke. It's great. Yes, the Christmas joke. It was Jesse Armstrong, creator of Peep Show, also creator of Succession, also writer on The Thick of It. Also... You love the death of Stalin. <laughs> and I was right. just like, what the fuck? This is my favorite film of 2017. Oh! Oh, you get under my skin. <laughs> One of the funniest texts I've ever gotten from Thomas. I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but I, he texted me, maybe he was a group, I don't remember, yeah. but he just, I he said something that he meant very seriously, and all I said in response was, who cares with an exclamation point? <laughs> and Thomas said, I get so angry when you say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that made me laugh so hard because I knew it wasn't a joke. And I actually upset Thomas. Yeah, I don't oh like it. God. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like British comedy. I don't and we talked about this one, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah. Don't like Monty Python. I mean, I'm not going to fight for Monty Python. It's That's like okay. my dad's shit, but it's sure. funny. You know? Some people love it. Yeah. I don't like it. Hey. It's very, they're only like your the mother point. was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberries. Oh. Okay. Are you laughing? No. Well, no. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like All right. The, the, the heads say you got to watch Life of Brian, but I've never seen it. <laughs> I, the <laughs> most, great. The I most I've ever enjoyed a Monty Python was Meaning of Life. I haven't seen that one. I've well, actually the, only seen Holy Grail. It is the sketchiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the animation is dope. Yeah, and there's... there's uh, The Flying Circus is a great sketch. Is there a sketch where, like, someone's fucking a lot? I think I've seen that one. Uh, no, there's... And, the uh, most famous uh, one from that one is where a guy eats so much and, like, 
just starts throwing up a lot. No. There's every sperm is sacred. There's one with sex. I think you're thinking, I think that's from Meaning of Life and there's the song Every Sperm is Sacred. Or that's a song about jerking off or not jerking off. I just think it's about, like, life. Yeah. It's about being pro-life. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, all right. This is I the see. most conservative yeah, 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 podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're about to get fucking yeah, roasted. Yeah, yeah. Where's Gavin <laughs> McInnes when you need him? Oh. oh hopefully. Okay. Far away. Hopefully far away. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Like okay. Scary. Is, you got, like, nothing out of this movie except for the first 15 minutes, which you wrote about on Letterboxd. I, did. I think it's very... It's it's a mini bro, you rated this on Letterboxd? I missed your rating. I didn't. I don't even think I gave it a star I don't think you gave it a star rating. It wasn't even deserving of a star Like, he's only done that, as far as I'm concerned, for this show. He's only done that for two movies, this and right now. Wrong Listeners, now, do you like hearing movie. us talk about a film site where people <laughs> rate and review movies that are not professional? <laughs> I know what this podcast is. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So if you like that, yeah, go on Letterboxd where you can just get so angry. <laughs> every Cisco opinion and Eber with even less decorum. Yeah, Listen yeah. to our podcast. I would love it if they had a podcast. Or not even, they would have a podcast if they were both. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. They yeah, have yeah. a podcast. One of them's dead. One of them's dead. Both of them are dead. dead. Oh, what? Sis- I thought, no, one dead. of them teaches at USC, I thought. Siskel's dead and so is Ebert. What Roper was saying? his new friend uh, after Siskel. And Roper's like a radio guy now or some shit. I don't know. But it's like. Let me just say something about Death of Stalin. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The first 15 minutes are a mini masterpiece. That's some of the most incredible comedic editing I've ever seen, ever. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Couldn't take my eyes off it. Then the rest of the movie kicked in, and I was like, yep, I knew I'm not going to like this. The scene at his funeral where they're arguing about where to stand, I didn't get you. I think that's really well written and like very like very niche and hyper-focused and that kind I, of like neurotic uh, mani- like, mani- mania that I respond to. The, anything with the fail son who like killed the national team yeah. is trying to cover it up. I like you talking about it more now than I did watching it on screen. Okay. That's I right. mean, I guess that's a compliment, but it it's, a compliment. it's very funny. It's a weird compliment. Yeah, but, but compliment I respect it. Steve Buscemi's great. Let's, Jeffrey like, Tambor canceled, but good in this. Canceled... Probably my favorite part of the movie, to be yeah. honest. With you. Him and uh, Pat, is it Patty Constantine or Constantine? Uh, yes, the Patty Constantine. Patty Constantine. Yeah. He's the guy at the beginning. He's yeah. like, we got to re-record the thing for Stalin. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Him. Yeah. He just has insane manic energy in that. For me, the manic energy sort of just drops because I'm again. And another little, another little thing that I don't like. I don't like overly talking movies either. I just don't. Then yeah, this was stacked against yeah, your yeah, interests. It really was. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a conservative, dialogue hating, <laughs> British hating man, this was not going to land for you. Yeah, listen, yeah. listen, I'm steaming right now. You're just steaming. Just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So just this bumping was... the Larry the Cable guy to clean that, clean out your brain after this one. <laughs> that billing ball, yeah, Ron yeah. White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself a little yeah. blue collar comedy. Oh baby, tour. blue comedy. Hey, here's tour. your sign, Noah. It <laughs> says I am a. Dummy for not liking Death of Stalin. Dude, don't give me You're that. So stupid. I don't, I, don't a, I don't actually have a sign. Listeners, I, I would mean, love a sign. That's I don't good know. prop work. I, this is like this is. A, oh I, yeah, you you liking that? Can I play with this? Yeah, man, go ahead. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> Why did you play with that while the adults talk about um, cinema? <laughs> listen, I can I sit at the adults table this year, please? Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's just one of those things where it's just like. It was going to be stacked against me. The only I've I've gone into a mo- couple movies before where I'm like, this is stacked against me, and I've come out liking it. The biggest example that's probably Phantom Thread. I didn't think I was going to like Phantom Thread just because it's a period piece about fashion and just well, on the a surface. conservative yes. British hating man that yeah. must have also rubbed you the wrong way as my favorite comedian <laughs> is Carlos Mencia yeah. <laughs> I, I knew like Daniel Day some Lewis deep, some deep ditty <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my deep ditty <laughs> I 
know. I don't know. About I don't know. Do we have to edit? I don't know about that. One. This is the worst <laughs> podcast we've ever recorded. This will never end. I don't know if my father's gonna listen to this, but he has gone on record with me over the phone saying, "I still like Carlos." That's so weird. weird that that's what you and your right dad talk about. about. My dad says, "Take care of yourself. Stop drinking." Yours says, "I love Carlos Mencia." We were just having to come we up. Having oh to come god. up. Oh my fucking god! I can't believe you still have a fucking album to talk about too. I'm just oh at this the cast. is oh we go long when I'm on a pod, baby. I, I, it's I'm Riff just, City. I'm just looking at the cast here. You got you got. I don't think Steve Buscemi is a good casting decision. I'm just. Well, gonna this say is it. crazy to me. <laughs> He's so good in this film. <laughs> He's so good because he gets to be like the little like. Buscemi, like, kind of... He's physically a different performance than we've seen from Steve because he gets to be, like, a fat guy. Yeah, Usually sure. He's, like, a, a skinny, a skinny, like, kind he's of... He's Donnie. Weasley guy. But what I love is that, like, uh, the character, the, the way that he plays... Um, uh, 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 Khrushchev? Khrushchev, thank you, is so scary to me because he is kind of this very genial and he seems to, like, get along and be, like, the kind of the best of the... Guys, in terms of just like the actual politicking of the thing, sure. And then it just turns out that he's like this ruthless, bloodthirsty, like angry guy at the end of it. And he just like uh, at the very, very end when he's screaming at spoiler alert at Barry's dead corpse before they set it on fire. Is like I don't know. I love this movie. I think it's so funny. And then you get to the third act, and then it just becomes deathly serious. Yeah, but which but, I love. I love how they. But I, how they I actually feel like, like it wasn't. There's enough like basis for the darker underbelly that doesn't no, feel like absolutely. too like extreme of a tone shift. Right. Like it just kind of feels like oh that's because the other logic. thing I love about yeah. this movie is that it's not just about the like bathroom machinations. They go out to Soviet like sort of like just your everyday other Soviet folks, the people that are living under this you know totalitarian regime, uh, and you just sort of see like the kind of life that they've had to live under. Uh, not aware that, like, you know, thinking that uh, any knock on the door is going to mean the secret police is going to take you away. Sure. Uh, there's no good, uh, there's no doctors because they were, because... Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, at, by the time that they need, like, a real doctor to take care of Stalin, like, they just have, like, the reject pile, basically. Sure. And, like, uh, I like a, the scene with the composer where he thinks he's, it's, like, during the middle of a oh, raid yeah. in the apartment, they just, like, politely, <laughs> like, escort him yeah, out. It's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's so no, why? Uh, it's funny. It's funny because it's like so scary and just like like it, not, not kind of deathly terrifying. Like there's a there's a, like a horror movie version of the same exact sort of thing. Like probably from like a, a, a common person's perspective, but it's this is what I love about this movie and like and success and like the show Succession is like you kind of have to look at these scary. All right, well, this isn't like, a TV show. It's not a TV cast, show, buddy. You know? but, <laughs> Come on. I, mean, I, just got this, I had this conversation earlier today, so it's on my mind. But it's like the reason why I think that like this movie works better than some like a little more something like The Laundromat or The Big Short, where it's like very expository, uh, is that you're just seeing these folks be as like. There's like this image I think that we have of like Stalin or of other people in power that they're like these smart or like there's these these technical these kin, these cunning folks. But in the first fifteen minutes, you just realize that like Soviet Russia was run by they're morons, like, yeah, bunch of fucking morons. But I think that that works more in this context as kind of like this regime that's considered so like iron tight and like yeah, methodical. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like we're inevitably gonna get some really dumb 
comedy about the Trump presidency. But it's like there's no point. That's why like well, all we this talk best, about like political satire yeah. is dead is because like what can you possibly make already, fun of? Yeah, I mean, you can't satirize that. that. Yeah. The, best, the best satire of the Trump era has already been made and it's burn after reading and that came out 10 years ago. That, actually, that's fair. That's, yeah. uh, but – Wow. Donald Trump was not president that, at the that, time, was, so that movie was ten years <laughs> yeah, ahead of its time. Yeah. People didn't like it at the <laughs> it was, time. It was end of, yeah. I don't like it now. That's okay, not whoa, I thought, Noah, what do you like? <laughs> huh? I like the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! I like the thing we're about to talk about next. Whoa! Oh. So you know what? Let's wrap it up because I really want to get to this album. That's why we brought you on. Okay. <laughs> well, the pressure's on. The pressure. So let me let me wet my whistle. I would actually, if I'm in. <laughs> I would recommend Death of Stalin. Doesn't seem like Thomas would. Getting up. I'm getting I up. Love Death Wait, I'm saying, so it doesn't seem Noah would, but Thomas definitely would. Thomas is getting up during the middle of the pod with his just little feet. <laughs> his tiny feet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that, like, I would love to get more Ianucci heads on this podcast because I think that In the Loop would be a Noah movie, I think. You, I, we Why will see. Why do you refrigerate your almonds? Uh, my cousin does that, and it's to, to keep the, maintain their freshness. Oh, white people, am I right now? <laughs> I'm so correct. So, yeah. Thomas, Thomas uh, brought on also an album from... Wait, we're going to recommend this movie or not recommend this I movie? I recommend this movie. I don't. I do. I well, we win. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Why don't you put put that in your pipe and smoke it? Am I blunt and smoke it? Oh, okay, that? a little bit of L.A. Marijuana is legal here, listeners. That's a little bit of a, that's an Austin Powers reference. Oh, it's nice. Long and a crepe. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And the Beyonce being in the movie, that's another Austin Powers reference. I've only seen the first one. You're an idiot. Yes, <laughs> chef. Yes, <laughs> chef. Yes, <laughs> chef. Yes, 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 chef. Okay, and Noah died. Oh, bummer. I'm the new. I'm dead. See you guys. Thomas. Yeah. What else? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. What? What's going on here? What's going on? That's the opening of Crazy Frog. He goes. What's going on? You're I've seen that movie. Death of Stalin's better than it. Anyway. No disagree. That's why. No, what's your piece, Noah? I want to say that before we get into this, there could be a potential that this it goes on a little bit. What we're about to say. Okay. This goes on because I think we're gonna have a very interesting conversation about it. I think so. So if you Maybe we... I don't know. I just wanted to let everyone know. Strap in. Strap in. Strap in. I think this is the perfect album not to only end this first season of the show with, first season or whatever, but uh, the uh, year with, if you're listening. And the decade. And the decade. And the decade. And And the millennium. And the... And the millennium. <laughs> yes, chef. We're coming to you live from the year. This is 1999, baby. What's up, Y2K? Hey, hey. Make sure to turn your computers Who, off. Who's, is Bill Clinton the president? Yes, still? he still is. Oh, get that guy out of office. Yeah, oh. there could never be anybody worse than Bill Clinton. What? There could never be, we, thank God we finally got our sex pervert criminal uh, president. Done with. Office. Get Done him out of there. Out I of think there. the White House needs Jesus and I will be voting voting for George W. Bush. Wait a minute, listeners. guys. I have this idea for a podcast, but it can't exist until 2019. Whoa. Can you hop in a little time machine with me? Okay. And go 20 do, years do, do, in the future? Do, 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 do. And put it 
Truman Park. Wow, oh, George W. Bush was a bad president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, Turns oh, out we've done mostly bad, bad presidents. Let me check to see who the president is. In oh, what? Oh, my computer's oh, no. glitching. Ah. I'll never know. It's because of Y2K. We missed it. Oh, we missed it by 20 years. <laughs> what an extended so, bit to introduce <laughs> this. We've never, we've never done a bit that long on the podcast. <laughs> this entire episode has been a bit. We have not had a single intelligent <laughs> point <laughs> made. We've said nothing of ours. No. Oh, that's good. Woo. So, oh, goodness gracious. Oh. Um, can I actually, before we even say the name of the album, yeah. you know, everyone knows what the album is. It's in the title. It's in the title, um, yeah. But before we even let our guests speak on it, I want to speak on it just really quickly. Okay. This is a album yes. by, not by, this is an album that I would have never known about if I didn't know you, Thomas. Same. This is an album that feels like it was discovered, mm-hmm. not made. Okay. This is an album that feels like we shouldn't be listening to this. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it you does sh- have the same energy as, like, you find a flash drive on the middle yes. of the road. You pick it up <laughs> yes. and put it in your 100%. computer. 100%. It's like, a little this? bit. Yeah. This is an album that, <sighs> at first, I did not like. Okay. And the more I thought about it, similar to a movie that I love, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but just like Moonlight, (laughs) (laughs) I kept thinking about this album. And I went back and I've been listening to it in preparation for this pod. So I'm going to start off by saying I recommend 1,000 Gags. Okay. I'm just okay, going to start okay. off by saying I think that we should just get it on the table. I also recommend 1,000 Gags. Amazing. Because so do I. Which <laughs> is so crazy. So the so album, yeah, the album so today, crazy. folks, is the album 1,000 Gags by 100 Gags. Which is Laura a project. Lady, Laura Laura Less. I actually don't know if it's Laura Les or Laura Less, but it's spelled L-E-S. You've and spoken Dylan to her, though. I have spoken to Laura. I did not ask her the pronunciation of her name. So good to meet you. By the way, how the fuck do you <laughs> say her name? How the fuck do I say it? No, um, I've met. So, well, okay, let, let's take it back to the top. So, let's take it back. Let's, so, do you, can you give us some context on 100 Gacks as a project? Yeah. So, um, first of all, um, I, it is nice to hear that I you wouldn't have heard it if not for me. I think actually many people that is true that for because I, I relentlessly it. posted about it uh, uh, for, for the early part. No, no one at home can see what just happened. But Something crazy just happened. But I almost quit the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Linney, Laura Linney came in here Laura and spat in my face. <laughs> almost as good as that. Almost as good as that. But uh, so in early June, I just obsessively post about this, and I remember it was I think it was a Friday, but literally like. 20 people I knew, I just made them listen to it sure. by harassing them on Instagram. And all of them said, holy shit, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, CJ, the music editor at Mary Ground, said, wow, overnight, um, Thomas has made a thousand gecks the top album of the year for Mary Ground yeah. through an old-fashioned campaign of shaking hands and kissing babies. And it's true. <laughs> Literally, I meet people, I'm like, have you heard a uh, thousand gecks by a hundred gecks? And they're like, what words are you saying? I'm like, pop this in, baby. <laughs> and then they, they love it. And they just um, give you a little um, oh, I've only, yeah, I think everyone I've shown it to except literally two people have l- liked it. Yeah. And many more have loved it. But so, kind of the context of it. So, if you think Letterboxd is bad, let me tell you about <laughs> a little site called RateYourMusic.com. <laughs> no! If you think there are bad opinions and maybe some problematic opinions on Letterboxd, boy, howdy, do I have a site for you. So essentially, RateYourMusic.com started as 4chan's music board, but with ratings. So you can imagine how far... It's Mew with ratings? It's Mew with ratings. 
Um, but I've been on there since 2013, um, and I... It's your brain. <laughs> well, it's... Well, the, this is an intervention. <laughs> yeah, so it's the reason why I listen to seven to 800 albums from any given year. Well, that's what I also wanted to say, is that, was it 2016 the year you listened to 1,000 2015, albums? 2015, I listened to 1,000 albums from 2015. Gotcha. So 1,000 2015 albums. And that Jesus broke Christ. your brain a little bit. Uh, it did break my brain. Uh, it, yes. And now I'm just, I'm compulsed to listen to everything. Yep. I've rated about 6,500 albums on Rachel Music. Uh, I'm not big on it, but I'm known. <laughs> so don't like that. Don't like that. But I don't do reviews. I only do okay. ratings and lists. Is that true? Yeah, it is if true. If we pull it up right now, will that be true? Ratings and lists. Okay. Um, but in any case, so I was scrolling Rachel. So that's just a little bit of context for why this album is being brought to this podcast yeah. and who the man is that Yeah, so it's it deep internet shit. Yeah. Um, and so I was browsing Rachel Music. And so I have a very, one of the ways, I don't know what learner kind of learner this makes me, but for some reason I can always tell you what an album cover is more than I can say the title of the album. Oh. For some reason that's like how I... I process things so and so I, I think album covers are an underrated art in general yeah, definitely, um, definitely, but absolutely. this album art is was very striking to me it is. when I came past it because it's just very bizarre it's Laura and Dylan just standing with their backs to a tree there's like weird kind of like metal text and it's like it's just like and the sky's like gonna like thunder and lightning it's yeah. like what is what could this possibly be it's very Blair Witch, it's very Blair Witch. and then yeah. I clicked on it and it's kind of it's weird because the first song on this album is the one I personally wouldn't have chosen to start with because it sounds like the most normal, for lack of a better word, until the end. That's it's the one that goes seven four five sticky. Yeah, yeah seven yeah, four yeah. five in the morning. Yeah, and yeah. then no, so, I love that that's what starts off this album. I do yeah. too. No, no, no. no I I've come back album. around to it where I'm like, oh, this actually makes perfect sense because then it, the last two minutes of it are crazy when you're like, okay, this is people doing sicko mob, but they're white, and then it's like, oh, now it's Skrillex, and oh, now it's a trance song, oh. <laughs> and then it, and then it ends. Yeah. In, um, uh, and if you're still alive by the time it then it ends with an even more striking monologue almost at the beginning of Money Machine so yeah. when I truly thought knew this album was going off the rails is this Miley that hey there you little piss baby you think you're so fucking cool huh, huh? you think you're, you're so, so fucking tough you, you talk, talk a lot, lot of big game for some what was such a small truck. truck look at your little arms they're so cute they look like little cigarettes I bet I could smoke you I could I roast, roast you. you and then you'd love it and you'd text me I'd love you and then I'd fucking ghost, ghost you. you and it just goes bananas and then I was like Woo! Just sitting in my apartment alone, just woo! Three in the morning, just like covered in my own like shit. Like Eminem, three in the morning. It's just <laughs> screaming with a foam finger like a football van. <laughs> woo! You guys can't see it, but Mason took off his glasses. I've been taking off, on and off my glasses this entire time. And then, it is just a fucking journey from there, because it doesn't ever let up. The next song starts with this kind of, like, riff that's kind of um, similar to the band Sleigh Bells, if you know of that. It's kind of comparable to that. Then ends in just full-on, like, deathcore outing. That's um, 800 dB cloud, decibel cloud. Then we have every, um, I need help immediately, which is this weird, like, sound collage. I like that one. Oh, so that, that, that is the grower. Um, yes, everyone does skip that one, but I don't because, of course. Um, but now it makes sense in the larger context because that's just showing it's more of a riff on like the sample patches that like you can get easily downloaded. Yes. So I think it's kind of more of a meta textual. It's, yeah. it's like a, I've seen three episodes of Friends ever. 
I think, and I've only seen these. Three. I'm very curious how this is going to tie. So one of them is the episode where like Ross gets his like keyboard, uh, and that's like, the most funny one. Oh, yeah, I've and, never seen and that, what actually. It is, any is of basically it. like uh, stuff like I need help immediately, but like not as compact or like kind yeah. of for a word that has no direction to it. It's just like him hitting like. A barking dog in a helicopter. And shit yeah, like that. yeah, no. You know? And I think, <laughs> like, I think, no matter what you would have said, no matter what episode you would have said, I would have said that's the funniest one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, the one where there. Ross talks about the immigration crisis. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the funniest one. Yeah, the one where Ross talks about the Great Migration. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The one where Chandler eats his own dick. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but funniest actor Matthew Perry. <laughs> <laughs> funniest actor Matthew Perry. <laughs> Probably heard this album. So, he's. Pr- He's the stupid horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But we've got this sound collage sample pack. Then we have stupid horse, which I think is the centerpiece of the album because this is true. No, this truly, I've never heard anything like. As much as the rest of this album, I haven't heard that much like it. This one is truly, I think, just something that could have only been cooked up in this decade where kind of there's been all these uh, barriers broken down between tastes and genres and influences. This is truly something that could have only come from two minds just fundamentally online because it's almost this like ska song but it's like they also have like this weird like pop punk riff they have like of course yeah. they're like breakdown it's yeah. like you got this like double beat that makes it almost like a hard course it's very I've just never I've never heard anything like it and it's just the vocals are crazy it's about going to a racetrack yeah. and betting on a it horse it is literally about that it is literally <laughs> about that I don't think there's a metaphor necessarily <laughs> behind it what is he he says stupid horse stupid I just felt Fell out of the Porsche. Fell out of the Porsche. Lost yes. the money in my bank account. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but, when I first heard the song, I don't know why, but I didn't actually think, because I'm, I'm so bad with understanding lyrics, especially the first time around. Mm. Like, it'll take me, you know, millions of listens to finally understand it. Yeah. So when I first heard the song, I'm like, why are they talking about a pommel horse? I don't know why. A like, pommel horse? Yeah, it's like the thing at the Olympics where like the oh, spin around on your very hands. interesting. I was like, oh, it's like a pommel horse. My friend thought it was called stupid whores, which is bad. It's funny horse. Though. Yeah, funny though. Bad. But funny. But funny. Like much, much common comedy <laughs> these days. <laughs> like that. Uh, like that. Well, okay. Uh, and then, and I'm just going to describe briefly each of these tracks because I think the descriptions are what makes it interesting. I would never stop you, which is impossible to pronounce. There's lots of X's and under. It looks, and, it's like a Mr. Robot but, title. Yeah, this uh, actually, <laughs> uh, your friend, or our friend, sorry, but you know him longer than I have, Adam Cash. Sure. Uh, he described this as pouring acid on a DDR mat, oh, which is a very scary. good way of describing oh, that dear. song. Ringtone's kind of like Caro Caro Benito. We've got Get Get Gek, which is another sound collage, like but a, this one I think is... It's like a Radiohead song. <laughs> yeah, this one is a little more fun, I think, because you, of course, they just spam the Get 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 if you're counting at home, that's, yeah. that's most of your decks. Yeah. They, they've got like an auto-tune bit at the end where Laura kind of has some Drain Gang, Blood A influences. That was really cool. Then we have um, Hand Crushed by Mount, which was actually, I believe, the first <laughs> single released from this album that Laura was playing. Shocking. Uh, shocking. No, but this one is yeah, great. imagine having a single from <laughs> yeah, this yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. And this one goes in nicely with Get To You, the final one, which ends in a very anthemic triumph. Genuinely an emotional song. Yeah. Genuinely an emotional song. Yeah, it's actually kind of earnest. Um, I was actually like, it feels a little bit AMVE, like like an anime. Very show. AMVE, and, yeah. and a, but in like the most like like earnest way. Like, yeah. I don't mean that ironically at all. Like I was listening that like I found myself upon rewatch going back to get to you the most. Yeah, because mm. it is like genuinely heartfelt. Yeah, but in a very like. 
not American. Like it felt literally like anime. It's very, you know? very overblown well, kind of maximal emotions. How it being like this is just an album made by two people that are just con- con- constantly online. They just have like online, online brain. Is that it's what I love about this is that it's just this ma- mesh of everything. Yeah, of literally everything. It, it's truly hard to to pinpoint what. And I and I know many people say it doesn't matter what genres. Are or like who cares? Yeah, I'm a nerd, so I've always been very fascinated with like tracing the influences of genres. Right, but of this feels like something that truly I don't know what to call. As Spotify, <laughs> yeah. Spotify has it labeled as hyperpop. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, but sure. that's only a reference to Charlie XCX's hyper future yeah, yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had to give it a box. What would you say? Well, I just call it post-internet is my my <laughs> way of it. But that's that's more I for the colloquial. I believe this is technically bubblegum bass, technically. Meaning what? Uh, so do you know A.G. Cook and his whole PC music label? No. Not politically correct, like literally computer I PC. Heard, I think <laughs> I heard you mention it. Uh, me and Fed were talking about it a bit. So back in like 2013, 2014, there was this... Um, show Fed. What? YLG. YLG World Fed. YLG World Fed. Yes. A.G. Cook... <laughs> A.G. Cook is a is a producer from England who kind of started this trend of like really just like taking pop. This is another very annoying phrase to its logical conclusion, like really overblowing it. And it's kind of that same thing as like vaporwave, where at first it started more of as a commentary on like consumerism and like marketing and how that interfaces with music. But then just kind of became like its own sonic aesthetic. So it's kind of like taking somewhat unpopular like dance genres, especially from like Eastern Europe, and like recontextualizing them to like pop stars. Wow, Uh, a lot of Scouse House for the heads out there, a little bit of Ibiza found, you know, all that good stuff. I but continue. But continue. So a lot of more uh, kind of like Dana Gabber, happy hardcore, kind of bringing those back into the cultural consciousness. I think that directly leads to a lot of online communities um, that Laura and Dylan were a part of at the time. Other uh, contemporaries such as Ninety Nine Jakes and Umru, um, just kind of have started using these sounds and I think this is kind of not that but it's definitely common to or it's just definitely it couldn't have happened without that kind of shift into hey these things that you thought were not cool are cool are cool. cool well that's yeah. what I actually thought was interesting is that like listening to this album it's very easy to think of this and go oh this is just kind of a meme it's very it easy is, to listen yes, to. Yes, yeah. yes, but I and think... And it's 25 minutes long. 23 minutes. 23, I'm... Um, please, he's chef, right. please, he's chef, right. please, he's chef. Please, chef. Please, chef. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I lost my fuck. It's so what I lose my fucking Prices Right rules. Not important to me. Not important. No, I definitely think it is... I mean, I don't even... Well, what, the, calling, reason, the reason I say that mm. is because I feel like in, like, what I'll just say, today's day and age, again, shitty phrase, but, like, in our current whatever... If something is loved mm. in some way, I feel like it almost has to be memed in a weird yeah. way. So I think that's how things yeah, spread yeah. organically, that, certainly. That just, like, I mean, the, the impulse is basically, as far as I can tell, just like, look at this thing, like, just from, because I'm fucking terminally online as well, you know? It's just like, look at this cool thing. I want to show it to as many of my friends and followers as possible. Yep. You know, like, that's what's, it's it's nice. It's cool that we can do that. It just sucks that it's, uh, that, that method is owned by a bunch of rich, evil people, you know? Like, the... The, the, the sharing of it is the good thing. It's the the fact that it's owned by him. That's a different story. But the like, Zox and the world. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Zox and the Gates and the Tim Cooks and the who's ever in charge of it. The, the Twitter, Jack. Twitter, Jack, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. 
He's uh, coming on this show. He's is coming on the. He's the first guest of the new version. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah, go. Of the Skype. Version. Yeah, the Skype version. Yeah, and he really wants to talk about Song of the South. Oh, or <laughs> oh yes, Chef. Wow, interesting. Uh, Todd Phillips. Todd loves Phillips. Yeah, he, the documentary is apparently good. I haven't seen uh, it. Um, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, I, this is an interesting album. I think it's very. There's a. There's. It was hard. I, like no, it was kind of. I loved it from my first listen. I was driving along uh, to the Angeles Crest uh, Highway. A little bit of L.A. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was listening to another album, and I had this one on uh, the queue on Spotify. Did you? But you listened to it for this pod. Like, you didn't I did. I had not heard of it before uh, until Tom was like, we're going to do this. And then you were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the only, by the time I got into the, the actual Angeles Crest Highway, you don't have service up there. The only two songs in this album that were queued up and could be played were 745 Sticky and Money Machine. Yep, that's a good... And I'm yeah. driving around and I'm just like, <laughs> it's a good double what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Like, it's really and unfortunate. Like, and then the winding roads and then like Money Machine ends and then like the next thing on my queue was like a like a Courtney Barnett song that was like yep. the only thing I was like, Very, I can't go back to this. <laughs> it's true. No, this it, it breaks your brain. You just, I just, I mean, I don't even... I truly, it's probably scary how much I've listened to this album this year. Sure. Conservatively, yeah. probably 150 times. Like, that's that. a low end. Like, yeah. this is just on. It's just back, really? it's background. Because it's like, yeah. there's nothing like it. I just need it in my brain. And do you think that the fact that, A, you listen to a thousand albums from 2015, mm. you have this absolute obsession with genre and this absolute obsession with finding things that are not, you know, or for a better term, are off the beaten path. Mm. Do you think that that has led you to the point where you said, I can no longer hear anything that I haven't heard before, and then you find this and you go, okay, I heard the thing. Yeah, I mean, no, This, I think this is kind of why, I've, why I, well, here's a little sneak peek. I'll be writing about this for the merry-go-round end of the decade list. Oh! Um, but kind of why... Which it, might be out at this point. Uh, no, we're doing that okay. in January. Got it. But okay. yeah, it's almost, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. It's coming, It's baby. coming, oh, baby. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, but... Kind of why I just, yeah, responding to this album was kind of like you said, is just it kind of represents this, my experience online the past five or six years where it's just like, oh, this thing is weird as shit. I'm like, what is this all about? Sure. And it's like, and it's just, that's what excited me. And like, uh, I've had, a, again, because I don't write anything, I've had a fairly good experience on RIM just because <laughs> I can find just lists that people make. And I think that's. The, the one benefit of that site is just like sure. a guy or whoever recommending you an album and it's just like it doesn't matter where it's from it could be from 1950 it could be this it's just like sure. but this album kind of represents that community of just like of like this very ver huge variety and diversity of taste where like anything goes essentially and I think that that's um, yeah it just kind of represents how this decade especially um, with like Bandcamp and SoundCloud it's just like a lot of free things that you can just like constantly fill your brain with just anything yeah, like that and, might yeah, never be yeah, heard yeah. by anybody yeah, yeah. ever and like this podcast yeah <laughs> similar yeah. to this is, I think you should pitch this as the a thousand gecks of podcasts myself <laughs> <laughs> and then um, people just very very <laughs> standard movie discussion <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, 
They bring out like Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, for the heads out there, we're gonna be talking a little something called Pulp Fiction. <laughs> for those of you, for you double, cinephiles, for you cinephiles, we're actually gonna do a Jackie Brown. Probably his least. He's probably, probably, whoa, it's Death Proof, actually. Probably. Yeah, probably. Death death proof, uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, we, I don't. I literally don't want to talk about that. <laughs> so, but I will also say. Uh, so I've also kind of the, the, the addendum to this is that I've, I'm see, I've seen them twice. I'm seeing them three more times yeah. in December. Well, I wanted to talk to you about that as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. how does one find out that they're going on tour? How Twitter. Does, Twitter. Twitter. And how does yeah. one decide, I'm going to go see them five times? Uh, because if you're a super fan whose brain is broken and feels no joy except when you're listening to 1,000 Gex, <laughs> sure. when I said, I'm also a big fan of committing to the bit. I'm a big bit guy. Yes, love are. committing to it. <laughs> So when they were on tour, I was like, what if I just buy five tickets? And I did. (laughs) I tried. And you did it. I did it. And I tried buying their New York show. That was the only one I couldn't get. It sold out in three minutes. If I could do it all again, I would have bought New York first. That's what's crazy. This is a St. Louis-based project, and one of them's based here, one of them's based in So they met in St. Louis in high school, I believe, or at a party. I forget what I've done. Anyway. You can be in high school and be at a party. It's true. It's true. Well, maybe you were. I don't know. I definitely wasn't. I never I never I was was actually the king of my high school. Uh, But (laughs) I would believe it. Yeah. Did you go to high uh, school of one? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, but uh, then Laura uh, lives in Chicago. I believe she's still based there. Dylan lives in LA. I believe he does in-house production work for Atlantic Records. Whoa! Wow. A little dab. A little dab. For a little that. dab for the <laughs> fellas at home. Records. Yeah. Um, Can I show you something real quick? This is the micro dab. That's pretty good. <laughs> Subtle but evocative. For those of you at home, I moved my head a little bit. Yeah, just a just a scoosh. <laughs> just, just a scoosh. Just a scoosh. A dash. Um, but what I kind of liked, I mean, it all ties in. Before the concert, they play a loop of songs that I think they choose, and it's just entirely off the wall. It goes. It literally goes from Crazy Frog to the John Williams Indiana Jones score oh, to Cannibal Corpse's Hammer Smashed Face to like just weird to like the the Baja Men, the Who Let the Dogs Out. It's just and but it's kind of and but people. People freak out and dance a mosh to all of it. Even there was like a pit to John Williams. It's like, Yikes. but that's indicative of just kind of this anything goes. Anything is can be fun. Anything can be good. It doesn't matter. I know. And it's like, this, this one's great. It's like, I knew that I would love this album. Like kind of, I think from the, the drop at the end of 745. Because it, 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 745 was like, I'm, I'm, this is a little different. I'm not quite sure if I've heard anything quite like this before. But it sounds a little familiar. And then just that drop happens. And then the rest of the album happens. And it's just like, what the fuck? This is awesome. This is great. Um, I just found, this, I was doing a little bit of cursory Wikipedia research. And I found this great quote from uh, Laura Less. Uh, calls the duo Les calls the duo's musical process very much almost an improv mentality and has said that they try to have fun and write songs that we would want to listen to the whole idea of labeling genres is not super important to us yeah no yeah kidding. and yeah. I think yeah and I mean we've been trying very hard to get me to interview them um, and they said they're down but that's also in the context of me just like saying hello to them at every show <laughs> but it was very, but the crowning achievement of my life was once I said oh I'll be seeing you a few more times they're like oh you're the seeing 100 gex five times guy and i was like that's me that's you. yeah so you've seen them in uh berkeley and uh, santa Ana, orange county yeah. and then i'm going to see them in chicago first uh week of december oh i can say hi to you yeah i can say hi to you not that one it's sold out uh, <laughs> but i'll say hello uh, and then i'm seeing them back-to-back nights in los angeles oh they're doing that live so because they're they're they 
Actually, so, yeah, in general, I mean, their come up is crazy. They released the album on May 31st, and within six months, they've gotten on a uh, not a world tour, but a U.S. tour with Brock Hampton as oh, the, one of the opening acts. Um, their first concert ever was back in uh, July or August when Brock Hampton did a free show. I tried getting into that just to see 100 Gecks. I got there <laughs> I got there at 11 a.m. You're the only one who did that. That's very true. That's <laughs> extremely true. Uh, but I got there at 11 a.m. Jesus. And I was informed that I was 800th in, or I was 1200th in line and they were only letting in 800 people so just like just turn around. Because the teens love Brock Hampton. But that's yeah, another story. You Brock. showed up yeah. at 11 a.m. Yeah. and you said you are 300 away from getting in. 400 away. From even thinking of getting in. From even thinking of getting in. Because teens have been camping out since the night before. But in any case, so it was hard, devastated. Did the teens look at you and go, that's Who not is Brock this Hampton old guy. man? Yeah. Please don't look at me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> like where are the gecks? <laughs> Sweating <laughs> and screaming. Or are you Gatorade? Yeah, just ah! Steaming like a fucking ham. <laughs> would you ever, if it meant you could go see a Gek show for free, would you pick up a child, not going to say what age it is, any child, and say, where the fuck are the Gek? Uh, I, so just based on, yes, yes, I would, I would grab a, bo- a Zoomer by like the scruff of their neck like a cat and be like, it's very important to me, I get my Gex. And they're like, and uh, my father will be suing you for a million dollars. For one million dollars. <laughs> for one million dollars. Here's a question. Yeah. What the fuck is a gek? Okay, so, I don't know. They use they use the gecko you, uh, image, so the popular conception is that it's a gek, but I believe I've done a little detective work, and I believe the first time the word was used was on the Laureless remix of the Lil West song, Bit My Tongue, Now My Mouth Bleeding. Ooh, bad. Uh, when he says, got a hundred racks, that's a hundred gecks. So, like, we, I think you and I actually talk about this, it sounds like currency. It, I, it's currency, I think. That's my vote, actually, yeah. and I'm sure someone's asked them and they haven't Confirmed either way, but uh, it also could be geckos. It could be geckos. Actually, that's, what, that's, what, that's where the mind goes first. I yeah, think. and I looked on Urban Dictionary, ugh, and it also says a geck is like like a social like loner or something like that. So there's a hundred. There's a lot of thousand. Yeah, I don't know the significance of a hundred. I don't know the significance of a thousand. I think the next album is going to be called Ten Thousand Gecks. So <laughs> nice. it's going to keep adding zeros. Um, do they have a like a like a release date? Or well, no, but they do, they are playing two songs that they premiered at the Mind Gala twenty nine. Festival. This was an online concert in a Minecraft server. Uh, <laughs> I just had to ask. I've yeah. listened to the YouTube group of it maybe more 75 times, but it's also up there. It's a nice 20 minutes and 22 seconds. Can um, we please leave <laughs> that in the description of this? <laughs> the, we will. The, the Mind Gala 2019 <laughs> rip. Um, you, so you did not make a Minecraft server for this? No, you can just oh log in. God. You can just log oh, into okay. the server, but I did not have an avatar, but I did have the, the server open. Hey, any, te- any teams out there, can you teach me Minecraft? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, just a, it's for a game. Reasons. It's yeah. a game. Um, Do you ever play it? No, no. But Would they you like to join. No, uh, but they made they made me. they made the Gek Tree in the Minecraft server. Okay. Uh, Laura and Dylan had their avatars. Laura actually plays, so she was more invested in the. Uh, I think Dylan got lost. It was a big controversy. His avatar wandered <laughs> off and went to the digital detritus. Just just for just for clarification's sake. 100 gecks is the two of them. Yes. There's no third guy. The, there is no third no, third person. The, the duo is 100 gecks, and they also have releases as Dylan Brady and Laura West. They do solo things. They do solo things. Laura was formerly known as Osno One, um, just kind of, um, yeah, like 
kind of remixes of like quote unquote memeable songs and stuff like that. Uh, amazing remix of Peanut Butter Jelly Time. I would actually heavily recommend this one. Thomas, no, it's good. It, trust me. Listen, we're, I'll, I'll make you listen to it after this, and you're gonna say actually this is pretty good. <laughs> also the um, the um, the sausage vine, the sausage vine, the eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. Yeah, I wasn't on vine. Okay, vine, yeah. yeah oh, big, I think I know that one. Yeah. I made another banger for uh, Osno One remix, and Dylan uh, actually Dylan has very different uh, songs when he's not in a hundred gex. It's like almost like like kind of this weird like like fuzz pop. It's interesting. That sounds um, like more my mood. Yeah, you, yeah, you'd probably like some of the solid Ombre stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's actually been uh, genuinely it's been a beacon of light in what's been a bad year. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I think that this is just also like. God, this is just like what it's feel. This album is one of the only things I can think of, like how it feels to be online. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's just, uh, and that's kind of a hard. I feel like a lot of people have been trying to do that since the internet has blossomed in our generation. Because the internet. Because the internet. Oh, a Childish Gambino album hey, that I do not like. Ah, uh, he's your favorite artist. Uh, he's not my favorite artist at all. Okay. You like <laughs> him a little? Mm, <laughs> I don't like Childish Gambino um, that much. That's my hot take for this, the pod. I was, think, I was listening to it as I was getting some dinner. And, Awaken My Love is okay. Uh, Awaken My Love is pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I, my thing on that is like I listened to it and I, was, I really liked Redbone, of course. Redbone's a great song, but everything else. I was just kind of like, I would rather listen to Parliament. I would rather listen to 100 Gex than Awaken What would you rather listen to over 100 Gex? Um, Bruce? Mm, well, it's like, it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah. Not every mood. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, is, Not every mood's for a gag. For a gag. But you know, 5 a.m., staring into the abyss, Popeye's stupid horse, woo, woo, back up, baby, woo, <laughs> then I can go to bed and... And sleep for uh, two or three I was, hours. I was looking at the ringtone. <laughs> I'm uh, really tired. I don't know. This is this album reminds me. If anyone's like just has no idea, just at this point, what the fuck it's even like. If you're familiar with Sophie, yeah, <laughs> no, and, Sophie. and Sophie started on PC Music actually, so oh, that really? that ties in with my love. Idea. Love Sophie, and also uh, it kind of reminded me of uh, what was it, the Letty Grandma album from last year. You know that one? I actually might not. Uh, Whoa. That, I like the Whoa. I know. Was a Stump three. the Buff. Yeah. Uh, Stump the Buff. That's my song. that's my white rap name, uh, Stump all, the Buff. I'm only ears. I'm only ears. I just want to stick. Well, maybe I'll stand for it later. But I love the album. I'm all What is the album cover? This, 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 this thing. Oh, I did see this yeah, one. This, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is a great <laughs> album. Oh, this one. Uh, yeah, I think I actually, it might be, I believe it's my 98th favorite album of last year. Interesting. That's real. That's real. Oh, that's real. That's real. Another, Unfortunately, none of this is a bit. <laughs> Some of it's a bit. But that was Not a bit. when it's about music. <laughs> but Letsy Grandma was, I think, uh, Letsy Grandma, I'm All Ears, is trying to uh, get together, like, the kind of uh, being a physical person and being online. This is just like, no, like, we just exist. We like, are online. We are, we are online. the internet. Like, we are yeah. all, like, all of our emotions, everything we kind of know is just, like, mixed up in this stew. There's raised by point. TV, then there's raised by the internet. Exactly. Yeah, and then maybe, maybe the next. the social network, we lived on farms, we lived in cities, and next we'll live on the internet. There you he go. He also said, drop the the, just That's Facebook. And then he said, now just capitalize it. Make every letter a capital letter. <laughs> and then he said, 18? 18 in that one scene. Cancel them! And there's cocaine all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my second favorite movie of the decade. But we can talk about that's, it in the decade. Think, 
Uh, yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Thank you. Um, we talk about end of the decade here. I just want to make sure that we flush out any hundred gex, thousand gex, Laura, Laura, Laura Linney. Laura's, <laughs> Laura Linney's uh, side project. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is just, if you haven't listened to it, it's it's 25 albums. It's 23 minutes. 23 minutes. I fucked up. It's 23 minutes. <laughs> And 23 minutes! Just, like, listen to it, and it, I don't think you're... It's, like, not something you're gonna just get, but you're gonna understand. You won't sense. just be like, oh. You're either <laughs> gonna be like, fuck this, yep, or yeah. just like, woo! Like, I said, just, yeah! yeah. <laughs> 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 just spinning pistols, just shooting in the air, rooting and tooting <laughs> like Yosemite Sam. Uh, like, one of those, like, you see those Halloween costumes where it's, like, the person, like, looks like they're on, like, the back of, like, a, like a gorilla or whatever it is. <laughs> 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 it's gonna be one of those. <laughs> uh, one of those. Uh, and, yeah, they're just really cool. They, like, they retweet and, like, put all their friends' remixes of their songs, I believe, on the upcoming remix album called 100 Gex and the Phantom Menace. Uh, but all the, oh uh, all the E's are threes, because it's online. Uh, <laughs> but A.G. Cook... I'm so excited for whatever tw- the 2020s are about to A.G. be. A.G. Cook, uh, who I referenced earlier, did a remix of 745 Sticky, and Injury Reserve uh, did a remix of Money Machine. Nice. Is that right? No, do you have any thoughts about A Thousand Kids? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said at the beginning, this is an album... Actually, A.G. Cook might have done Money Machine. Okay, you're done for a little bit. <laughs> okay! Okay! That's like a little that. John reference. That's a little John yeah, reference. That's a little John reference. So let's see what this chef has to serve up about this album. Ready? Whoa! It's a omelet. I don't like those. Oh, you don't? No, I do. I don't know why I said that. They're great. They're great. Keeps a ham, green bell peppers. Green bell peppers. Get one at Norm's for ten seventy nine. Okay. Don't yeah. like that place. Okay. Well, like Coral I Cafe worked, in Burbank, I worked there. You worked there? I worked at Norm's, yeah. As what? I as, a, as a host. I said, hello, may I take your hat, sir? And I sat, <laughs> and I sat them down. You said, and, uh, you said, hey, by the way, we never close. Yeah. <laughs> Except they do once a month for a deep clean, whatever that means. <laughs> um, and I was said, the service, I said, that I was a hard worker, but I sweat too much. And I said, well, chef, there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> did they fire you for that They reason? did not. No, oh, I okay. fired, I, I quit because I went to study abroad in Japan. Uh, but Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, congratulations but, on thank that. Thank you. That, that will be my <laughs> My new podcast will just be me talking about me going to Japan. And how you wish you were still there. Um, yeah, it's a little expensive. And we're going to call it What the Fuck with Mark Maron. We're going to call it What the Fuck with Mark Maron. Lock the gates! Oh, I like that. Do you? Yeah. Anyway, so this album... <laughs> This album's really good. I really yeah, do enjoy it. It's this really album. good. I mean, it's I a really fun I definitely album. Think if, I think if you want to, I don't think every, all music in the coming decade is not going to sound exactly like this, but I think this definitely is Definitely not. This is a good cornerstone well, for whatever the 20s I truly don't know us. what the next album is going to sound like because it's sure. very Wouldn't interesting. Wouldn't it be great if it was like acoustic cover? No, I, I, who knows? They, and it's very possible. There are a couple be. of jokers, in all honesty. It could truly be anything. What do you get when you mix an entire two decades of being online with a society that loves the internet? 1,000 gigs. Yeah, yeah, that is the answer. Yeah, That's, that, that is was the, the first the in the first thing. draft of Joker, here's actually. The other thing <laughs> I, think I think the first draft of Joker was piss. Here's the other thing <laughs> that I just want to get in really quickly at the end here. There's no, like, kind you of... You think this is the end? Yeah, well, this, <laughs> is the, this is the halfway point. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, I'm going to have to get up and pee again. Uh... Here's the thing that I love about this album also. It's Are you very a little sincere. piss baby? I'm a little... <laughs> 
Arms I'm are glad. like sick. Yeah. Right, yeah. Your arms, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> your arms are so cute. They look like little cigarettes. I want to smoke okay, them. Yeah. Uh, it's very sincere. It's very sincere. It's yeah. like, there's a lot of love songs on this. It's about uh, that last song is beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, the dishes that's are beautiful. piling up, but that's cool because at least I got you. And I was like, dang, that's that's nice. That's that nice. That's it nice. Is. And you know, the thing like when you think of the internet and stuff, it's very possible. It's very, at least in my experience, it's very easy, and it's the sort of thing you, you associate like irony and just like the sort of like deep. Like oh, Kentucky Fried this so you, you want to hear something that you're is, really gonna hate? So what? Okay, so when I was in Philadelphia earlier this year, oh, I was, Big Brother Philly, uh, Big Brother Philly, I was, it was, I watched the Eagles lose, very sad, very drunk, but we were talking about the internet and irony and like post irony and all that, sure. and I said, all right, I'm gonna coin a new term. Ready? It was right outside McCrossin's Tavern in Philadelphia, neo genuine. <laughs> And that's what I think a thousand gex is, is neo genuine. I think it's like there is there's no possible uh, it would it wouldn't work if it was ironic. Because it's no. too No, it would be yeah, too trashy. Yeah. Yeah. It'd but, be too much. But I yeah. Neo genuine meaning can you kind of break that up just a little bit? I just think we've kind of Neo being the matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think we're kind of past the point where like irony is cool or cynicism is cool. And I think now the projects seem to be reaching people are kind of just going back to this new this old fashioned idea of like very emotional, very direct, kind of just like this is what it is, this is how I'm feeling, and that's what you're going to relate to. It's no longer yeah. this perceived yeah, yeah, sense yeah. of being cool, sure. I think, you know, or detached. Gotcha. Yeah, there's, it's, that's what I think is, I think that's very nice. I think it's, I'm happy that that kind of sentiment is making a comeback. Uh, because it's just, you, you can't, like, if you're going to make an impact in any sort of thing, which is why I think, like, the 2010s were roughly kind of a cultural dead zone, sometimes stuff is going to pop up here and there. You know, we're going to find the things from here, this time that was, like, made sense. Uh, and was good, but when I think back on this decade, and I, this is just gonna be like end of decade talk now, I guess, but like when I think back on this decade, there's just so much stuff like just kind of like hit very quickly and fizzled away because it gave you that like hit of recognition of irony. You're like, oh, like th- liking this thing that I understand, I can, can kind of understand it makes you feel a little superior. Well, that's, that's why. Not I, a main, that's not a thing that you can, <laughs> that's not a feeling or a sensation that you can maintain. Well, that's, that's why Vaporwave was such a flash in the pan. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 100%. And then it's interesting to me. I think it's also because Vaporwave didn't have like no kind of authorship to it almost. It was like very purposefully very, you know, ethereal. Yeah. You know. There's, it's crazy that I'm about to bring this up on this podcast. Moonlight again, huh? No, okay. the opposite of yeah. Moonlight, actually, which is Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes, chef. 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 Yes, Gets me every time. It's funny. It's amazing to me that show is still on. Is it? They it, still make new episodes. They still make new crazy. episodes of Family Guy. Uh, it's amazing to me. I don't think it's anybody long. actually writes it, but they come out. It's and Noah watches everyone. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. the funniest show of all time. Yeah, yeah. But I actually watched this great video. I don't remember who the channel is, but I watched it maybe back like my like sophomore year of college, so like coming up on like three years ago. It's called the David Foster Wallace and the Problem with Irony. Yeah, it's yeah, a great yeah, video yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen it, <clears throat> but they talk about Family Guy in it, and they say Family Guy you know, is one of those things that's like eating junk food in a lot of ways where you eat it, it maybe tastes good, and then it's not nutritious, and not nutrition in this case is being emotionally fulfilling. Yeah. Because it is steeped in irony. And irony is one of those things that is kind of like a coat of armor in the sense that, like, 
it just protects you, sort of, quote-unquote, can protect you from that genuine, you know, connection. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why I'm so surprised that it's lasted so long. But maybe in another way, I'm not surprised that it's lasted that long because it's always going to be protected by that code of irony. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Family Guy is a show that kind of exists so that they can take, like, clips up and put it on YouTube and, you know, it's easily, like I said, easily digestible. Um, but in, 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 in a lot it's of not ways, lasting in the way that like early episodes of the Sim- early seasons of the Simpsons are where not at all. like that kind of like heart to it and that's what I mean that's why that show you know is so successful is because at least at the time from what I've been told obviously I don't think any of us were around you know when the Simpsons was first well I'm ageless so <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like 85 years old nice for right? you over here you look incredible for 85 yeah. thank you I've been 85 arms yeah. do look like little cigarettes <laughs> they do look like little cigarettes yeah um, that show worked because it was the quote unquote a real family you know, it yeah. was not the classic sitcom family that you always saw in, like, Married with Children or Full House or anything. It was, you know, boy, he was, you know, choking, yeah, yeah, yeah. choking the son. <laughs> yeah. you like That's that the picture? heart. That's the heart of The Simpsons was the, the abusing your child. I know a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately. <laughs> and then Marge going, mm, you know, oh, mommy. Mommy. You know, yeah. all, all three oh, white yeah. dudes, you know, yeah, making, yeah. making that. Uh, um, and that's why King of the Hill is the strongest of that triptych, is because that that shows nothing but sincerity. I w- you know, I will actually agree that King of the Hill holds up the best. Yeah. Now watching old King of the Hill, it's like a little more, you know, a little for the adults, a little bit, a little more mature. Yeah. Humor, Looking at I me think. when you say that. You know, for the adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. two adult men. Two adult men. Right who here. Love Family Guy. We love Family. I actually, <laughs> I, I don't love Family Guy. I've seen it. <laughs> a lot. Uh, yeah. My favorite show. Uh, right after graduation, there was a dark period where I would just watch. I just watched all of Family Guy. Well, you're depressed. Yeah. You know? I was like, well, here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't remember any of it. It's just right. the crazy. It, it blanks you black out for yeah. The only minutes. thing I remember is uh, Robert Loja. <laughs> that is a good bit. The Robert Loja character I will stand by. I also like Mickey Rooney yelling at mice. That's <laughs> With his shirt off. <laughs> So there's some good st- there's some good stuff in there, but uh, where does Family Guy rank in the best of the decade? Not on my TV list. I, I gotta say, uh, the best show of the decade is Mad Men. Um, Absolutely. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Um, this is the Yes Chef episode. This is the Yes Chef episode. That's a that'd be a good day. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, I had one final thought about about Gek. About Gek. About the oh, the shows are fucking insane. Too. Sure, I bet. Dude. Like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like the most intense. Well, like, yeah. Intense, like a wholesome way. Like it's crazy. Like people are like throwing everywhere and pushing, and but it's like it's nice. It's like everyone's a friend. Can we? Can yeah. we have? Can we peek a little bit behind the production yeah. curtain for a mm-hmm. quick sec? Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, we tried to get Thomas on last week. And yeah, yes. but he had a stomach bug. I did. I bug. did. I think it was because I'm old and my body is failing. Well, and, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. I I think I think Gek is the reason why your body failed. I think so. I think I'm, I'm getting. I'm in my almost in my later half of my twenties. I saw them in Berkeley, and then forty eight less than forty eight hours later, saw them in Santa Ana. I was on the road eating bad foods. You know, my That'll body hurts. I sweated a lot. I was horribly dehydrated yep, for two nights of three nights, and I think it just it Products, shut, yeah. shut me down. It did. 100%. Um, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And everyone there, I unfortunately was probably a decade older than no shit. a third of the crowd. Wow. It is. Santa Ana was a lot younger than Berkeley, which makes... I don't know if that anyone wants any shows in Santa Ana, but it tends to be a younger crowd. Man, but are you an American football fan? You know the big yeah, American yeah, football? Yeah, yeah. I went to a show, an American football show with Carter out here, and their encore was, of course, never met. Yeah. And when the rift started, there was, like, two kids behind me that were, like, maybe 19, 20, 
or something, and they both just go, the meme song! And I'm like, yeah, oh, it's, uh, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But boy, I did get I to mosh so with Zoomers to uh, Crazy Frog, hey, so I got to check that off the bucket <laughs> the, list. The kids are all I right. opened up that I, just I was like... <laughs> I want to get on the record with this. The kids yeah. are all right with me. I the love kids are all right. Uh, actually, at Sea Otter Gex, I actually, genuinely, I was like, yeah, the kid, it's like almost passing on a torch. Because I'm probably at, like, the upper age of anyone who should be going to those shows. <laughs> no, but it's generally been nice to be like, oh, yeah, I remember this when I was young. Not to this music, but it's like this, this just the, the absolute unstoppable yeah, energy yeah. and movement. It's just kind of nice to tip your hat and be like, yes, chefs. Un- unstoppable energy and movement. It's true. A Thousand Gex is a perfect album for the TikTok generation. That yeah. That would be my line on it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. Can, and, uh, can we talk about unstoppable energy and movement? Yeah, there, there were like 15 people there that did not stop dancing for... Three and a half hours. God bless them. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I was like, after 15 minutes, I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and would you say it's similar to when the Joker says, this is what happens when an immovable force meets an immovable object? Yes. I was going to bring that up, actually, as a yes. matter of fact. Yes. Um, but the, I unfortunately, it just ends in me broken and, and <laughs> shitting my pants for 24 hours. Funny. 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 Not so. for the new toilets we got installed. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That would be for my parents. Shout out to Janice and Mark. Thank Janice you. and Mark, for the toilets. They're they're too scared to listen to anything I speak on. <laughs> That's a good point. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's actually a good philosophy. Yeah, my mom was like, "Should I listen to your podcast?" I was like, "Absolutely not a second. Just not a single second. <laughs> not a single <laughs> second, <laughs> not a second of it." Single second of it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, love, love that too. for Janice. Um, oh, yeah. Want to transition to the end of, end of the yeah, end of the blank anybody talk? Anybody have any final thoughts? Uh, I'd say just fucking listen to this. this listen to it. <laughs> yeah, Check it's one out of those things. Sometimes there's you know, and this happens. You know, this happen more than once a year. But this, there are albums, movies, shows, books, podcasts, whatever. Where regardless, it's not important whether you like it or not. That's not important. Okay. What's important is that you listen to it and you have an opinion on it. Because you okay. can join into the conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will like it or not like it, mm-hmm. but the, you listen to it. So you can be a part of the conversation. That's actually why I saw Joker on opening day. Yeah, 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 that's, that's fair. Yeah. That's why I'm going to see Cats. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That and you know, there's there's millions of other examples out there. But, you know, you listen to this album. You will have an experience. Yeah. You know, and you can't take that back. No, and it is interesting because it is still, like, quote-unquote underground. Like, it's not like if, yeah, you, if I yeah, met yeah. someone on the street, they would have no fucking idea what I meant by 100 gigs. Like, this is still in the word-of-mouth <laughs> stage. Obviously... They're touring with Brockhampton, so it's, like, getting bigger. But, like, you can still get in on the ground floor. We're telling you to listen to it. This is a genuine recommendation. Genuine recommendation. Of something you probably yeah. haven't heard. It's about the epitome of what this podcast is trying to do yeah. as far as, like, promoting a thing. Yeah. yeah this is Absolutely. underrated, underseen, underappreciated, whatever you want to use. It's under blank. And I'm going to call out Rocky Pajarito because oh, he shit. still hasn't listened to this album. And I've told him five times directly to. Rocky. As of this recording. So, as of this recording. So, Rocky, you absolute bum. bum. Listen to the album. Bum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it is. It, <laughs> Glass Riffer walked so that a thousand guys could soar. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. I don't that know. Is, that's uh, just, I, I, no, I'm I don't die. Soar may be the wrong Listen word. to it or I'll bully you. I remember I looked at Thomas during a party uh, that we were both at and I said something to him and I could see his face drop and he just went 
Okay, no, definitely no. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> what? I don't remember what okay, it was. Okay, good. But we're, it, was, it was at Federico's yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was just one of those where you looked at me. We were having a pretty good conversation. Yeah. I said something, either an opinion I had or just like a comparison <laughs> yeah. or something. And, and you're, you're just like... like Okay. No, 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 but definitely yeah, not. Yeah. And it was just one of those. That was also a great. There was another great moment at that party where I was meeting people and Noah was like next to me, and someone was like, "Oh, um, they were. <laughs> what did they say they're like, oh, what music do you listen to?" And I was like, "That's the worst, <laughs> the absolute worst question you could ask this man." 100%. And it's very true. It's very true. It's very true. How many albums on rate my, rate my music? Uh, in the ratemusic.com, somewhere in the low 6,000s. I've officially rated it this year. I believe I'm somewhere. In the approaching 700, uh, probably going to get to 750 or 800 by the end of the year. Nice. Congratulations. Um, top album of the year, obviously, 1000 EX, followed by Carly Ray Jepsen's Dedicated. Another one, another Good recommendation album. Album. for out there. Um, yeah, and the music is cool. I like, I like it. I like music. You, you love to. You love to. Hear I love it, to hear it. You, you love to hear. Well, it. Well, actually, a lot it. of it sounds the same, and it's boring to me. <laughs> I hate my, to hear it. Folks. <laughs> yeah, my coworker once said, "So you just listen to music you don't like all day? Isn't that depressing?" And I that was the Billy Ray Cyrus meme. I was <laughs> like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. And he's very correct. Yeah, oh, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, congratulations to, right to Lucas Markman. He's been promoted from sous chef, chef to, to the chef, chef to the chef. <laughs> Give him his own restaurant with David Chang. Thomas, Thomas where can the folks find you if they want to find oh, you? Oh, baby, you can find me on merrygoroundmagazine.com. Follow us on all the socials at MGR Magazine. If you want to uh, look into my just awful brain, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore sad underscore dad. You can follow me on Instagram at big underscore sad underscore dad. Uh, follow me. My Gatorade review channel is literally the only, like, th- it is the best thing I've done with my life. Very in-depth reviews. If you want, well, I was talking about 100 Gex, but about Gatorade flavors, Look up the Gatorade Gourmand. <laughs> no, I'm shitting no, my dick over here. I am looking up Gatorade Gourmand. I have a paranormal podcast, Stirred Spirits. I'm often on the our Mary Grounds podcast, Trailer Trashed. And I'm, I'm cooking. I'm getting a little chefing going. I might be doing a podcast uh, revisiting Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So that's a little uh, sneak peek for the fans. You're labbing, yeah. as they say in the Madden community. You're labbing right now. I'm labbing, You're yeah. I'm labbing. Out. I'm labbing the Kardashian <laughs> podcast. If you want to hear straight men talk about Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, I would brother. love to hear about that. Um, so, uh, oh, do you have anything else you want to plug? I don't think so. I mean, keep up with America. When this comes out, our best of the year stuff should be out and or coming out currently. And keep stay tuned for our best of the decade, which will be all of January. Nice. Literally every day in January, except I think four. We will be, uh, the, uh, the Sundays. We take a break on Sunday uh, in, honor, in honor of Jesus is King, the Kanye West album, the <laughs> best album of 2019. I'm just kidding. I did. Thanks, Chef. Yeah, keep up with me. I'm on the internet. Uh, like my shit. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, Instagram, at Hot Dog Debicki. Speaking of Widows, it's a reference to the movie Widows. At Hot Dog, uh, Hot Dog the Food, Debicki, Elizabeth Debicki. Good Sky Tonight, T-O-N-I-T-E. That's where I post pictures of the sky. Uh, it's, at some point, I'll just be like more like, I, I don't know, I'm doing it in Chicago at this point. It's too far away. Uh, and Letterboxd is another place you can find me. Uh, it's just my name. i got a picture of Nancy up there. My other podcast, The Barn, a podcast about the shield. Hmm. We cover the Shield episodes uh, week by week, uh, and then uh, it's just for fun, like kind of uh, just a side uh, recommendo. I got a double. I got one recommendation of two things. There you go. 
So I just watched the film version of The Talented Mr. Ripley. Well, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I can't make this up. Someone just sent me the Bernie and Hillary meme about a thousand gex. What? This happened live organically on pod. I gotta read it. I gotta read it. This is what Bernie says. A creative, frantic meshing of numerous genres, which results in a charming, engaging, and cohesive album that represents the digital age of 2019. Wow. And Hillary says, can you please turn that racket off? (laughs) Ha ha! Love those memes. Love Where else can we find you, Mason? <laughs> uh, I will say, here's my here's my recommendo for the week. Here's my Noah recommends for the week. The film version of The Talented Mr. Ripley with uh, Jude Law and Matt, Matt Damon, Damon and uh, Katie Blanchett shows up in it. Wow. Gwyneth Paltrow shows up in it. Oh. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, directed by Anthony Minghella. Great uh, adaptation of the Patricia Highsmith novel, and I will also recommend the Patricia Highsmith novel. Of the uh, same name. Of the same name, yes. The first in the, the Tom Ripley <laughs> series. Great little suspense thing. The Tom Ripley character is, uh, you pity him and you're terrified of him at the same time. Uh, and I think Damon's performance is really good in the movie, just like bringing that to the surface. Uh, the movie itself is very like kind of old Venice and all this other shit. Uh, it, I watched it and I was very happy with how much I liked it, so... Both of those things. Tell them, Mr. Ripley, wherever you can find it. Uh, in paperback or on Laserdisc. Or on Laserdisc. Tell them, Mr. Ripley. Isn't Heath Ledger in that? Or that's no. Dr. Parnassus. That's Dr. Imaginary You're thinking Imaginary Imaginary Bing Parnassus. Bong Circus. Yeah. Uh, it's not the truth about Charlie, <laughs> yeah. which is what I thought yeah, Tell them, yeah, Mr. Ripley yeah, yeah. was for a long time also. Uh, my, I'll start with my little not media recommendation, and that is the Atwater Village Costco. Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. 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 Went to the Burbank one. There is no food court at the Burbank Boo. one. Drove 15 extra minutes to the Atwater Village one, and guess what? You don't even need a fucking Costco card. Really? Whoa. Is that is actually a great recommendation. It is, yeah. because That's guess what, great folks? Hack. I got a chicken bake and a hot dog with the soda for less than well, what soda basically did you get? $5. It was a Pepsi machine, unfortunately. Mountain Dew, because um, you're a gamer? No, sir. Diet Pepsi. Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> we grew up in my house drinking Pepsi, and when, it wasn't until I got to college where I went, I'm actually a Coke guy. Okay. So there you go. Well, there you have it. I love the Coke. I do enjoy a nice Diet Coke. I love a good Diet Coke. Love a good Diet Coke. You love to drink it. You can love to drink it, folks. You can find me on Instagram at Noah.Marger. That's new to Instagram. New to Instagram. Yeah. You can find me there at Noah.Marger. That's dot spelled out D O T. Noah.Marger, my first name and my last name. I post. Silly things. He posts some silly things. Oh, here's a little plug that I can also plug with you. Yeah. YLG World. At YLG. We're, World, we're in that shit. I'm are. in some stuff. We do it. It's fun. Me and Fedder got some... Me and Fedder. Fedder, yeah. <laughs> Fed got some videos. Thomas has been nice enough to drop by and spend his... I was told I would be there for half an hour. I was there for four hours, and I was in a lot of skets. <laughs> you were in a lot <laughs> skets, of skits. Skits. You were in a lot of skets that we did yeah. not intend yeah. to be, yeah. but at YLG.World, the dot being a period, not the word dot like in mine, at YLG.World, and at fed.world, the dot being a period on that. You can find us there. Now I'm on Letterboxd, so please don't follow me there. Uh, but I'm there. Follow him at Moanarger. <laughs> at Moanarger. That's also my Twitter. Yeah. And uh, my Facebook is dying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Facebook yeah. is dying. It's bad. Um, Thomas, thank you so much for coming on the season finale. This was fun. This was a little extra bonus content. We went long. We, we did. Long. That, that, end up, that might end up being tacked on to a different episode. Nope, I say keep it in this one. And I'm the boss.